Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This week on Up to 90. We talk makes it. Don't know why I did that music. But How are you, Luffy? I'm good. How are you? Uh, not too bad at all. Uh, did you have a nice week? Uh, yeah, we went to uh, Funderland yesterday. Ooh. We did. So, Isn't that such a January thing to do? Yeah, or as, as Shane calls it, the ho- the potato park for how he is. Oh yeah, no, it really is yeah. a potato park for how he is. So uh, we, myself and Shane went with the boys and Ella went with her friends, uh, Victoria and Morgan. So they went Aww. off and did their own thing. And uh, it was all good. I, we, she got a lift in with Morgan's dad and then I was going to collect them. And then we were leaving. She's like, oh, we're actually finished. So I spun back and got her. And I just pulled up in uh, a bus spot. What do you call it? You know, when it's like a bus. A bus stop? A bus. A bus a stop. A loading bay. Bus bay. A bus bay. Yeah, it was okay. kind of a bus, bus bay. Because I don't even know. If it, I don't think, this is across the road from the Gordia, so I don't know if it was a bus stop. But you know the way they have lots of bits there for like buses to, it was probably a bus bay, I would say, right? So I pulled in in the big mommy mobile. And uh, it's me in the car, Shane, the boys, and Ella's now getting in with her two mates. Mm-hmm. So it's a bit of a an organisation thing. Because mm-hmm. you have to open up the boot to get them into the back. And then this woman starts... Sounds safe. Yeah, I know. Well, like, the car stopped. The car's not moving. I was moving. just about to say, usually the car isn't moving. Yeah, and the car's not moving, right? And then I see this woman talking to Ella. And I'm like, what the fuck is she saying? I'm like, what's she saying to you? She's like, she's saying, is that for buses or something? And she's pointing at the <gasps> ground. And I felt like going up to her and saying, do you want to wind your neck back in? I have my hazards on. That is the rule in Ireland. I can pull in. You can do whatever you want. As I've put the, the hazards, hazards on. on. Yeah. I've put the hazards on. You st- and do you know what I said when Ella told me what she was saying? I was like, because she had a real perplexed look on her face as in like, do they know? Like, what's going to happen? It wasn't even she was being like nosy bitch. It's just been she's been really fucking annoying. And I said to Ella, I was like, is she Amer? Was she American? I don't know why I thought that. What would an American be doing at Fortnite? Just, just sticking That's their nose into other people's. That's someone who's gotten people's... really bad information no, in the hostel. No, but she wasn't. Is there anything like I could do tonight? She's just walking past. But do you know what song it did introduce me to? Do you remember the song? Um, out, what is it? Is it Out of Space? Prodigy. Uh, sing it for me. I don't even know if I can. You always like can. it's a very dancey song. It's a very dancey song. Gonna blow your mind. Nah, 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 nah. No, I'd have to. I'd have to get like. Nah, 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 nah. No, okay, I'm not. This is the first edit note. <laughs> <laughs> we just said before remove. the start we'll just do it straight Please through um, can I just play a tiny little bit of, of it course. because I need Go I know first. people hate when we fucking do this but I just need to get it out of my system oh yeah because people have specifically asked me make stop, it stop stop playing YouTube from your phone it's such a good song though I'd forgotten about it you'll know it now imagine me at the bonfire now when I'm 14 14 more like 34 Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> but you know when they were playing... And why was that in your head when this woman said, is this not for buses? Because... I'm not joining the dots here. <laughs> because... 
was it? We were in Fondland, right? Yeah, we got that. Yeah, we you're still okay. in Fondland. The hazards are on. But when we were in there, we went on this ride. So the first ride we took them on was the pirate ship. And the boys saw it beforehand and they thought it was great. And we're like, you, you want to go on this? And they're like, yeah, totally rev for it. And you know the way, it's one of these ones that rocks back and forth and yeah. then gets higher and faster. And I'm looking at the two of them and they're loving it. And then it starts to pick up speed. And Tommy is freaking out. Okay. And I'm trying to get him to like breathe in and out. Like, it's all right. I mind him. It's fine. But that's the song that was playing. Blow your mind. Blow your mind. So it was a good day. Up to 90. Up to 90. Up to 90. With Emma and Julie. Um, Do you know what? I do think like the has, what's the hazard say? Okay, translation for our international listener. Hazards in Ireland say, I know what I'm doing is wrong. Mm, just give me a minute. But I'm sound, so just give me a minute. Yeah. Now, I will say, I was actually, um, I came to a standstill behind somebody in Tralee yesterday evening. Oh, making um, friends with neighbours already? Making friends in Tralee. Um, so I was parked behind, well, I come to a stop. Uh, and I was behind someone. I said, I'm going to give them five minutes because I don't know what's going on here. And what it was was yeah. that there was always this pedestrian crossing. People who know truly will know what I'm talking about. So there was always this pedestrian crossing outside the mall there, um, just outside the Duns. Little pedestrian crossing. And this yeah. person, 191. So instantly you're thinking rental car, American. Again, yeah. you're presuming American. They're stopped there. And I said, I'll give them five minutes because I never like to honk. No. We've all got the time. Nobody's do you, do in a you rush say here. honk? What would you say? Beep. would always say honk. We'll have honk. to put it, we'll have to do an Insta poll. Uh-huh. I'd always say honk. Uh-huh. I, I think say honk, honk is Maybe the same. Maybe I say beep. Do I say beep That's when sometimes? you squeeze, squeeze boobs. That's the noise they make. I'm trying uh-huh. to think of, uh, he, no, do you know what? I'll stand corrected. I would say he beeped me. I'd never say he honked me. But yet I would hey, say Fred. I honked. So he it is probably you. about my breasts. Did he good and proper, did he? It is, it is about my breasts. And a bit of honk, baby. honk. Love you, babe. Honk, honk, beep, beep. My Go baby. on. My baby. I, that's, I'm not inviting you to watch us having sex anymore. That was that was one of my favourite moments. You need to stop. When I caught you out you on that. You pinkied that you weren't going to tell. <laughs> anyway, but I was parked behind this one. gave five minutes and I gave just a very civilised honk stroke beep. Yeah. And this woman got out of the car. Oh, rare and far was she? Absolutely raring. She came down and she's like, can I help you? I was her second name, Doran. And I was like, oh, she was such Get an Emma Doran. She was in her little tuffle coat. The pyjamas were on under the tuffle Fuck coat. Off. So I was like, this is how, this is how my life shall end. Greasy bun. Like, the, I'm done. I don't, I don't want to say, because look, you know I'm losing in the hair wars, but yeah, a little greasy, bit of that going Yeah, on. greasy bun. So she's like, can I help you? I was oh, like, oh, I'm line. sorry. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Line. I was like, I'm sorry. Imagine I just, I, I don't know what's going on. Nerd. And she was like, oh, it's blocked. And I was like, it's blocked. And I was like, what's happening? And she was like, well, it's been pedestrianized for the last eight months. And I was like, oh. <laughs> well, you shouldn't have. So I had to reverse out of there. I was like, oh, God, that's pedestrianized. Mad. How many months you say? Eight. So I just backed away slowly. And then I was just like, it can happen to the best of us. But I hated myself because I never honk people. I don't. Like, I don't beep. I don't honk. I don't do whatever. And the one time just I get do, penalty points. she that's was like, doing. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you, bitch. And then it was only when she said that I saw at least five signs, huge signs, <laughs> saying pedestrian eye zone. Um, in other that. news, Fred did well, had a fun conversation with Fred. I don't know if you've ever had this experience with the other half. Uh-huh. He was showing me um, a picture on Instagram and he was like, oh, this friend of mine, her granddad, can you believe he's 105? Look at him. You'd never think <laughs> it. And I was like, amazing. But of course, internally, what was I asking myself? Had he ever shifted her? Yeah, that's what you want Like, you know, when they show you pictures and they're like, oh, my God, this poor girl. She's lost everything. 
in the Australian fires. My immediate thought is, how do you know that bitch? Like, yeah. I'll straight you, are away. Are you telling me you fancy her? Like, so you like her. You want to yeah. be with her. That's what you're saying. Um, I came across this very funny segment as well. Uh, I was putting up a bit about Pornhub. I don't know if you watched this during the week. I'm guessing no. not because Gwilga <laughs> Clock was news to you. Which is a little test. It's a little litmus test. But why would I watch your stories? Well, I see. I'll, like, I see. I, I you know you in real life. You are my story. Oh, she's a smooth talker. But I know you in real life. This is true. I wouldn't, um, I to wouldn't be honest, watch. I probably wouldn't watch a lot of your stories either yeah. because you're onto each other so much. Why yeah, would fair you? Enough. Now, the results from Pornhub. Okay, so uh, Ireland, Pornhub. Okay. I just think this is mad. Okay, so these are the results. Of what? From Pornhub. Oh, okay, yeah. What we're searching for most in Ireland in terms of categories. Okay. Oh, I've seen Between and, 18 and, and the 34. Counties. Yeah, the county one. But I think this is utterly shocking. Okay. Okay, the number one term searched for. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so we're talking about this age group is 18 to 34. What would you think is the number one term searched for on Pornhub amongst 18 to 34 year olds in this country? Uh, anal. I had to look this up. Cream pie? Hentai. What is that? Exactly. Thank you, Emma. Pentai. So what it is, it's essentially, uh, so what it is, it's, I mean, it's like a subgenre of erotic literature. It's essentially like anime. Is that, what? Like, seriously? Okay, so that's the people that are lying about their age on it, are they? Oh, I don't know. Um, The second one is someone called Rachel Starr. Oh, yeah, okay. The next one is Asia Akira. Next one, Sasha Gray. All these, like, different ladies. And do we have any? No, no men. Then the next one on the list, Kim Kardashian. Oh, are they still wheeling out the vid? Like, 30 years later, they're still looking up the vid. But the next one, squirt, lesbian, stepmom. The stepmom stuff, I just find particularly... I, I mean, who's buying the narrative? Stepmom, stepson. Gross. It's just gross, isn't it? But can you, I just, I don't know. Look, but no then judgment, I want to but... ask them, where's the, where has their own mother gone in the picture? In the fa- as part of the, of the fantasy, the full story, you know where I mean? is their mother now? There's something Where like is their father that like, he's allowing this gonna, to happen? Are you going to empty that dishwasher? No, and suddenly I mean, they're uh, 35 to 54 year olds. And now there was a, 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 a lady by the name of Tracy Lords was the number one searched for category. Um, followed by amateur wife. Followed by amateur wife was the next one. At no. uh, Homemade swingers. Smoking. Is that a thing? Like, does that mean as in smoking hot or having a fag? What's going on there? <laughs> Wife threesome. So, like, there's, there's a lot of married men projecting some fantasies here. Gosh. So, we've got three wives in seven terms. Uh, wife swap is the next one. Oh, for God's sake. Amateur threesome. Wife is the next one. Swingers. Granny. Granny, Emma. No. And cuckold. Now, 55 plus, I mean, it's just a lot more gentle, okay? It's just like generic terms rather than, like, they're not up there with the lingo, 55 plus. So they want they want amateur, and is it sexual amateurs or, like, camera setup I I mean, we're hoping the former. Yeah. I mean, I would say the, I mean, the former, I mean, I suppose it is, like, it's if a category she's, if of she's itself a wife now, amateur. And she's amateur, it's like, that's sad no i th- i think i'm i mean i'm not you know i wouldn't know much about these things but i think generally the amateur is contrived to be amateur yeah and they just put in the hashtag amateur but i think very rarely is it like an upskirting situation oh no i think it kind of means that somebody doesn't look like you know in commas porn star Isn't yeah I they don't look like it. they're get in touch, listener. If you can, they're invo- to they us. look. They don't look like they're involved in the industry. Maybe. Yeah, and I, I'd imagine that's probably part of the allure for people. You were clicking into this. That's fifty-five plus. I did kind of have a giggle at just the generic terms. Nude is the first one. 
I mean, you're on Pornhub. <sighs> There's a franchise. Chance. Seriously. They're hardly, there isn't like a fully clothed category, I'm sure. Very, very, two berries. So we're talking oh no, what is emphasis. Very, very, you'll never guess what this is. What would you think oh I'm going to end this sentence with? I don't want, I'd like to so many things popping into my head. Like Very, rap. very. Oh, just tell me. Old granny. Fifty-five plus, hairy, hairy pussy, soft boobs, granny, amateur wife, pussy features again, hairy. I hate that word. Wife, blowjob. <laughs> it's a bit Father Jack, isn't it? It's just like they're throwing oh, random statements gosh. out there. Ugh. So hentai. I feel like I need a... The number one searched for a category. And neither you or I even knew what it was. It, I mean, I'm not getting all Dr. Phil on it, but is it stemming from, like, obviously these young people are mad for the video games and it's just an extension of that? I don't really don't know. I don't even want to really I think I think it would have to be, would it? Look, I think the, the most humorous part of that conversation is the fact that 55 plus are searching for nude on Pornhub. Yeah, but do you know what? I suppose we can judge. You've gone kind of dead behind the eyes. Are you okay? No, I'm fine. We can judge. We can judge. We can judge. But I would say most men from our generation have had at least one wank to Jessica Rabbit. So... Yeah, but Jessica Rabbit, now, she had it going on, didn't she? Yeah, but you see, come on, Judy. I'm sure they have they have cartoons now in this thing that are, like, even better than Jessica Rabbit. So we can't judge. Yeah, but I don't think... Well, yeah, look, I suppose everyone, everyone did have a tug over Jessica. Did you fancy any, like, cartoon characters or puppets or anything like that? Or I mean, I, I would say... If I'm honest, I would say Michelangelo of the Turtles probably did give me the feelings. Yeah, yeah. You see? Like, I was definitely attracted to, you know, just the hot mess that Michelangelo was. He's a lad with the pizzas, wasn't he? And I think we all fantasised about being April. Yeah, well, she looked great. Yeah, and she had that frisson. And she, yeah, she could have had... You know what I mean? Yeah, well, she could have had anyone of them. Um, so there you go. Um, so that's Christ, about it. I Welcome ready for that. I know. Sorry, I should have just eased you it's in. Just the I should have lubed you up. It was just the way you were kind of just shouting words at me. Blowjob, granny, big, big, soft. Now, welcome on board, Brona and Jason. Yay. Brona and Jason. There are new patrons. Are they a couple? On Patreon. No, separate people. Could they be? Could you meet through the podcast? Wouldn't that be great publicity? I mean, wouldn't that be a great story for everybody? Wouldn't it be fantastic? That would be, I think that could get in the Sunday Indo. That, oh, and you know what? I'm thinking Ellen show. I think Jason's based in North America. Oh, really? Well, I'm basing that only on the fact that he's wearing a baseball cap. Ah, yeah, he's not Irish. Uh, And Brona, uh, I mean, guessing with the name. Let's take a stab. Probably Irish or of Irish descent. Thanks so much for getting on board, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, Now, what's been happening? Megs it. Thoughts? What are your feelings? You go first, baby. Well... I have to say, well, it's a complicated one. That's not complicated. They had, before all of this, the two of them kind of had been annoying me because I was like, oh, get over yourselves. Like, this is what you're in. Megan, like, I mean, a quick fucking half an hour Google search, she would have known what she was getting herself in for. Well, I think... But then when I saw, you know, when you see the articles, the timeline of articles about Kate beside articles about Megan, you're like, Jesus, it is fucking fairly brutal. Um, Pierce Morgan, what is wrong? Like, I well, know it's, it's, it's been said every now. day since the beginning of time, but like, he needs... He, I think he actually needs psychological he does, help at yeah. this stage. It's not just the he's fact a total that the prick. Woman, he, the fact that the woman didn't want to go there. on another drink with him. And he but is such was, a narcissist I that know. he has taken the rejection this far. But he was... Uh, the, well, obviously he's what so happened gross. was 
she was doing the rounds, meeting different people, asking for media advice and just like making connections. Then the second she got involved with the royal family and it was looking serious, she met with PR advisors there and they're like, yes, so let's just go through your book of contacts. Okay, so need to uh, break ties with this person that like that's completely yeah. she didn't just come to that she was very open about the fact that well not she herself but I mean it, it was it's just it's not it's not untoward to try to make connections within the media yeah. she had a load of drinks meetings with people and to be honest a lot of these people then turned out to be you know I suppose the equivalent of a kiss and tell in that then yeah. they went through in minutia like you know who bought the first drink did she pay for the last yeah. drink like that kind of thing but I mean obviously it's just networking like there's they nothing untoward about that it's, it's like clearly, they were friends but it's it was it's a casual yeah it was like a casual business meeting they're not friends it's really bizarre that he would perceive it as anything more and he would be so affronted when she did cut the connection there was no connection like cut the but he, he probably has like you know and it's totally on his terms and whatever but I'd say he, he has at least two of those meetings a week he could have he could have one like he could have six a day if he well, wanted to well it really to, shows what an absolute sociopath he is that his worrying, ego is so fragile that he actually cannot see that situation for what it was but, and I find w- it really worrisome but that he wouldn't be embarrassed to like bring it up and people look back at the old tweets where he's like saying how great she is and then she, he's like saying she's it's like really the really it's increasingly bizarre I do think I, I agree that I think uh, you know if I'm honest I think Harry and Meghan were annoying me for a while as well I think the moment for me and I think did we mention it at some point um, but when we were talking about uh, when the the Africa documentary, and they were having a bit of pit, bit of a pity party oh, during yeah. the documentary, and you are a bit like, okay, you know, is this really the appropriate forum to be kind of focusing like, on, like you know how things are a bit shit for you? But actually, in the last few days, when they have put the media coverage, I mean, I th- I think we were all getting increasingly uncomfortable with the media coverage, like. It has definitely been racist and yeah. it's definitely been really, really disgusting in parts. And even the whole thing of Kate touches her bump. She's so maternal. Mm. Then they lambaste Megan for touching her bump. <sighs> no, what the fuck is she doing, basically? You know, and then I wonder how line. much, I, like I do think Harry and Megan were kind of annoying me for a little while. But then I think, which is actually kind of probably scarier. I think, were they actually annoying me or was it just the media... But then we're projecting a certain image of them. And then I was like, yeah, they're annoying me. But ultimately, that was only coming from the media's portrayal of them. But then you see, like, there was and there has been and there will continue to be negative stories about Kate. Like, remember the pictures from her when she was in college in some modeling show or something? And they were like, is was Kate a prostitute? <laughs> Do you remember all that shit? Oh, sure, I know. But then you see, this is the thing I was thinking about today when I was driving in. You know the way we just use this kind of blanket terms, like, but you're like, this is the this is the media all over. This is the media all over. But like, we are feeding into the media because we are consuming. But the only reason the Daily Mail keeps printing these stories is because, because they're the ones them. people are kicking into. Yeah. So like, you know, this thing of the media, we are the media. But also, I'm not I think... like the way the Michael Jackson song of like, we are that. I mean, like, you know. I think, I think um, both of us would probably agree that, um, well, I shouldn't probably presume, but I, I think it's been really wrong how everyone has put, put it on Megan. That Megan wanted this and she forced Harry's hand. Would you think that she was the no, but I'd proactive say, person in that situation? I would say this was definitely talked about before they got married. Mm. I'd say it was like, not that it was a solid concrete plan, but I would say like... and We'll give it a couple of years. Yeah, well, they wouldn't have been able to go straight away. Mm. So they would have had to have, they would have had to have done a couple of years. But I'd say this was their plan all along. And I'd say... He, Harry had no, he had no plans to like raise his family in the same way that he was raised. Mm. Well, I think Harry's been looking for an out for a long time. Yeah, And I'd say Andrew was the one. I'd say that was like their, not their bargaining chip, but they're kind of like, no, we're not like, 
well, for I him think, with his family. I think that Harry, look, one thing actually as a side point that annoys me about the whole way the narrative is being spun, um, it really annoys me the way Harry is being depicted as this weak man, incapable of making decisions for himself because he is admitted to suffering from mental health problems. So I know, like, I actually find that as well because, you know, I would have struggled with different things. And I find now even one of the things that really infuriates me is because you might have had problems in the past. Mm. It's almost like any decision I make now is generally met with kind of a furrowed brow and yeah. oh does she know what she's doing she probably doesn't know what she's doing it's all a bit mad I mean even when I started comedy and I was teaching during the day and driving up and down the country it probably was mad yeah but so many family members I mean I'd say if I saw the family whatsapp groups like people thought I was having some kind of protracted nervous breakdown and mm. people just presume that when you have been very open, not even that you've been open, but when people are aware, I suppose, that you've had problems or issues with your mental health, they automatically assume that you are either making the wrong decision or you're completely incapable of making the correct decision. I think this would have there been... There has a, been yeah, a bit of that. I think this would have been a lot more powerful if you hadn't have told the penalty point story last week. Oh, no, <laughs> that is a great... Sorry, <laughs> I need to put a bit of shape on it. Speaking of... Oh, we'll come to, we'll come to the penalty points in a moment. I'm joking. Um, but no, I do think there is an no, element are, of no, that. No, that's completely true. Yeah. Completely true, yeah. And I do feel... I well, if you've had a drug addiction or if you've had any kind of... Yeah. Troubles or whatever in the past. Like, I've just... Uh, you know, it's one thing that has annoyed me. And I think it's easy to put it on Megan. It's easier for... You know, who's calling me? Oh, hi, yeah, babe. Hi, sorry, sorry, Gran, you can't. That's a mutual friend of ours. I can't answer the phone, Gran McKeever. I doing a podcast. Do you think it's easier for specifically English royalists to put it on Megan as an outsider rather than admit that maybe Harry just wasn't happy in the in- ridiculous institution? Let's face it, that yeah. is the royal family. We enjoy them. I love the Queen. I love following the royals, but maybe he hasn't been happy in it for a long time. So it's easier to say, oh, look now with Wallace Simpson the second. I know. Seducing him away from us. They are getting great mileage out of it. Like here we are talking about it, getting great mileage out of it. But they are, they will not stop talking about this now. Well, I mean, business wise, it is a genius move. Oh, like to be sorted, because even like my dad is like, well, like what you mean? And I was like, well, public speaking minted first off. And then I was like, and brands, I was like with Megan, I was like, it should be very strategic. And, you know, it'll be one photo a year for whoever it is. I'm sensing like watches in Japan, like kind of a George Clooney, Brad Pitt move. Like they are like maybe like the new Tamagotchi. Is that what you mean? No, but you know the way know, they they, yeah, yeah. they do these huge yes. campaigns. They get paid absolutely, yeah. and nobody Fortune. is yeah, nobody's none the wiser. It doesn't discredit them in Hollywood. Mm. Doesn't sully the brand. But you're just driving along Tokyo, which I do quite often, and suddenly you're met with a billboard of Brad, yeah, selling something. Yeah, she'll get into something like that. I did think one thing that did lately. It's such a bizarre institution, though, isn't it? It's utterly bizarre. But I think, you know, I think that one thing that did leave a bit of a bad taste in my mouth was Harry, when he was saying to the Hollywood producer about Megan is available for voiceovers, she's looking for work. Did you see that? No, what was that? Well, it was, you could have missed it because Megan was talking to, okay. Don't drop, don't drop the vaping liquid. I won't. Me- with, with the shock, Megan was talking to Beyonce and Jay-Z. So she was having the chats with them. Oh, yeah. And then beside Beyonce is this Hollywood producer. And Harry made a quip like, oh, do you do voiceovers because my wife is looking for a job? And then he kind of said, oh, yeah, he kind of, you know, laughed it off. Because, you know, in that instance, you're like, is he messing? I know. But he did kind of double down on the joke. And he was like, no, really, she does do that work. I don't know if you realize that. And he was like, no, no, I didn't. And it was just, it felt a bit gross. But where was this now? Off. It was at some schmoozy event. Oh, right. Okay. Like recently But I do, th- I do think, and oh, Look, it's a tale as old as time. You're going to use your connect your position to make connections. But I just felt it was a bit gross. It was like, hi, I'm a prince. 
can you give my wife a job? I don't know if you knew this, but she is available for this kind of work. Well, that's what they're all at all of the time. I think it was just caught on camera. Yeah, I I just, I felt maybe, it just felt a bit You don't think Andrew was rocking up to Pizza Express pretending he wasn't a prince? Oh, God, Like, that's what it is. Like, they're... I suppose, but I just felt in the moment it was a bit. Oh, it is. Uh, it's completely. But I it think you know what. Me. I think you can be smarter in do. You know what I mean. It just felt a bit kind of blunt on the spot. Did you know my wife did voiceover work? It just didn't feel uh, yeah. like it. Didn't feel. It didn't feel light and spirit. It just seemed a bit. I don't want to say pushy because I suppose that's what the business is. It just yeah, it felt a bit pushy maybe. So now say if you had been the one, because it was close there for a while, it was neck and neck. And but I chose Fred and but I, I think no you've regrets. enough distance from it now to speak about it. Just say if things had happened differently, okay? <laughs> if it had ended up being you and Harry, would you have left the royal family? Oh, I mean, look, I think we all, Harry was the type of man, and we've all been saying it for a long time, and I think at the royal wedding between Kate and William, it was readily apparent, like, Harry would slot in anywhere. Like, mm. you could bring Harry to West Kerry and say, is there any bar work? Because yeah. I need to, I need to sort him out. You with could something. totally see him working in like B and Q or something, couldn't you? He could. I mean, that's why he excelled in the army. Like he is his mother's son. Like he's a people person. He can slot in anywhere. Like he often says, the army was his happiest time, which I'm sure it was yeah. because he was just one of the lads. And as you said, Ems, I think he has been looking for his out for a long time. And Megan was it. Like he obviously is mad about her. But I think, you know, to suggest that she was the one who pushed for this is really going down the Pierce Morgan. I don't think that's something that the outsider would bring to the table. I did think in that situation. Yeah, I do love the Queen. But one yeah, I like the Queen. Two things which I felt were I would have perceived them as slights if I was Harry Harry and Meghan. Not having the picture on the desk for the Queen's speech. Yeah. And then releasing the picture of the Queen and the three the three future kings. I thought in particular not having the picture of Harry and Meghan on the desk was a bit pointed. Oh, well, that was a bit, yeah. Now, I know she was probably pissed off because did you hear how she had to ring Harry and was like, what are you doing for Christmas? Like, I'm getting the turkey in. Should I get a twenty pounder? Should I get an mm. eighteen pounder? I just need to know. So I'm sure it was just her. Like she Brussels felt bread. slighted. But I thought that was just a bit too transparent. Like, if you're pissed off with someone, at least just put the picture up there. Because I'm sure it was the first thing that most people said. I mean, she's pictures of the fucking... When they saw the desk. Like, okay, they might not be officially part of the royal family. But sure, she's pictures of the fucking dogs knocking around. They're not... Oh, yeah. They're not The corgis aren't going anywhere. Well, I'd say they're probably up there. I mean, they're definitely above Andrew at this stage. Well, that's like not if hard. there was a nuclear I'm explosion and they were like stage. Corgi or Andrew, they were like, let's just sit a dog in the chair and <laughs> see what happens. And throw the daughters in the fire as well. Oh, Get rid of God. them. I know the daughter now. Which one? The, fa- the one the thoughts face. and prayers. Oh. Yeah, the one you're thinking of. Thoughts and prayers, Emma, because that one, ugh, I just feel so bad for her. She's going to have to have her wedding in private. It's not going to be televised. Oh, dopey Trump. Yeah. I mean, the other, because, you know, the the other thing which I thought was unfair was how they flung at Meghan that she supposedly ruined Beatrice's wedding because she had announced her pregnancy. Nobody gives a shit. No. Oh, but now, what did you think about them announcing this on Kate's birthday? But she's, Kate is turning 38. Thank Nobody you. gives a fuck about birthdays. Of course. I'm sorry. Kate nobody gives a fuck I've seen she that reference so kids. many times if she is still giving a shit about her birthday at this stage she'd want like they did her a favour maybe she well, can she, learn from there's, this now there's so, absolutely outrageous imagine, imagine being 38 three kids and still like getting in the whatsapp group two months before hey guys don't know what everyone's plans are like fuck off no, do you know I those really... people like two months before? But trying do they, to lock you do into they some still shit? exist? I've seen it. Really? Yeah, I've seen it. 
Yeah. Like, let's keep it casual. Let's keep it loosey-juicy. Speaking of casual and loosey-juicy, did you watch Love Island last night? I thought you were going to refer to your partner there. <laughs> we're in a, I'm in a, this casual relationship. I'm casually seeing this guy. <laughs> That's Shane. what I say in comedy sometimes. Um, we have three kids. I watched the first half. Yeah. of Love Island I didn't see the second half so a lot could have changed because we know you know this and why speed, did uh, you only watch one half because it started to buffer in case we kind of lost our internet no. connection and then by the time I got it back on it was you just it was a lot it. of ads and that I just I'd actually bought a cake so right. I just went down and I ate the cake, cake yeah and then I was like oh. and then I went to Cheer which is my new thing on Netflix by the way I oh think yeah like I've, it. I've actually just started it today on oh my very lunch. good yeah it's good I'd finished Kevin Hart how long is your lunch um, I feel like this is like a French lunch where you have a glass of wine <laughs> I just sit you there you do but it's shopping <laughs> you sit there and vape um, no I, I did I did start first of all how much do we love Laura I'm so proud of her love Laura Whitmore I thought she was great I didn't watch it oh you didn't watch it yeah I Laura was great Um, in terms of the people I like and again we'll come I back really, to this yeah no I really week. like Laura and I was going to watch it but then and so you we, know what I thought was really cute Ian Sterling was like you know he made some jokes saying oh you know and all the girls are here to find their you know Mr. Perfect Manly yeah, Man yeah. and here is Laura Whitmore who's settled for a little bit less Less. I just think they're super cute yeah. Ian and Laura no yeah I've always really liked her and they, they do seem nice and I was going to watch it and then I was like can't be ours. So I'm, well, I didn't watch it. I'm not watching missed, it tonight. You didn't miss so much. So I'm like, I don't think I'm going to invest in it now. And I've I, heard a lot of people saying they're not arsed. Well, the thing is, is that... Something about everyone, the wheelchair, people just say, oof. Yeah. Everyone associates the Love Island with a bit of fun in the summer. Yeah. I don't think it's going to work as well this season. And it's not going to be down to Laura... You know, let's face it, I don't think anybody's going to not be turning it, ter- tuning in because Caroline isn't doing it. I know. I think it's just not the right time of year. Do you know what it is? I think when it's bright outside and you're watching it, for me personally, as you say yourself, I don't feel as guilty about watching it because I'm like, oh, it's not even night time yet. And then once it gets dark, I'm like, oh, it's night time. Better get the stuff ready for tomorrow. But it's already and dark. And you see, I so love, like, I I love watching really my to. Love Island with, this is just my absolute oh, dream evening. What Picky bits. <laughs> a homemade G&T. Yeah. Because it's the summer. So I'm like, I'm going to treat myself. Maybe a really, like a really, really cold glass of wine. Yeah. That's what I enjoy. Whereas in the winter, it is just like I'm under the duvet. I know. You know, like there's mould on the walls, Storm Brendan, whatever the fuck that was today. I mean, like a slight gust in the Don't on the east coast, by the way. Yeah. But you know what I mean, though? I You're know. like, it's just not the right ambience. And I do think it's a bit of greed. It's like it's a massively successful show once a year. Yeah. Don't try. They could have fucked themselves over now doing this. I think it's going to dilute the brand. Yeah. Come here. Never mind about that. What are in your, like, your essential picky bits? Oh, that's a very good question. It does change all the time. But I mean, you know, I'm mad for cheese. Yeah. Love some nice cheese. Mm. I love like what I love is like a really nice blue cheese, which I know is controversial, like a brie or blue cheese with some really good grapes. Um, some I love some beetroot hummus from the Happy Pear product placement. Uh, I have nice crackers. Um, I know the vegans are going to probably switch off now, but yeah. I love just a bit of prosciutto, um, like maybe a bit of salami. Um, what else do I like in my picky bits? Olives. I'm mad for olives. I once went out with this Cockney lad in Australia, and the only thing we had in common were, were olives. My. Like he had no interest in me, I had no interest in him. But he came into the communal kitchen one day, and I had a jar of olives, and everyone was like, "Me, he's like, I love olives." And then it just went on for like five weeks. I cannot believe your picky bits. I think they be my favorite. I love like the grapes and the cheese, hummus crackers. Nice blue cheese, as I said, and um, prosciutto ham, I think is absolutely key. And some fruit, some raspberries on there. Okay. Yeah. I'd Dark get chocolate to uh, packet of Wheaties. <laughs> Hot lips. No. No, no, come on. I'm better than that. No, packet of Wheaties 
and um, a one euro bag from Topshop up in White Church. Now, do you know what? So it's full of jellies and sometimes you're lucky and you get the big strawberry, you get the big smiley face. Well, I think you see my Drumstick thing. Lollies. I'll be honest. Hello. I'll be honest. Milky Haribo Super Mix. When I was at probably, I would say, my most psychotic, my dinner every evening consisted of a packet of hot flips and a bag of Super Mix. Now, I'm not blaming Haribo. The big bag, like I'm not. Well, like no, like this size. You know, like the the bag that's like is a two euro. No, I don't mean the hot lips. I mean a big bag of Harry Bow. That's the Harry Bow. That's the size I'm showing oh, yeah, you. That's, that's the size. Sorry, I thought you were talking about the hot lips. That's yeah, like... no, like a regular hot lips, and then the two euro bag of Harry Bow. So I'm not blaming that confectionery company mm. um, on the psychotic behaviours, and you know. But if you add a journal, my little, Ireland, my little jaunt just... to the rescored. But I just, I have an association with jellies. I just instantly think of rocking up to Tralee General for a chat, and they just say, "Yeah, let's just keep this chat going for another two to three weeks." <laughs> but you didn't stay but there you know for two to three weeks, did you? No, I mean, like you know, I've just I, generally my problems as were... a day user was it. Oh no! Like I would have had, I would have had a few sleepovers, a oh. couple, a couple, a couple of sleepovers. But I mean, I think generally my problems were probably considered a bit first world problems. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um. So well, I think I say that, but then it's only now that I'm scratching the surface of everything. I think at the time, you know, it takes you a while to get there. Because, you know, when someone's sitting in front of you and they're like, what's wrong? And you're like, nothing, I guess. They're like, okay, well, sure, look. Yeah, but is it not pack more up about your knickers there and <laughs> off you go. best of luck. Here's a pack of sweets about, for the journey. Um, like chemical imbalance rather no, than I big think, shit have to be happening. No, I think for me it was always, I don't think, oh, this is probably controversial, but I think actually generally my responses were reactive so I think they had a very clear looking back now I'm like oh yeah that's probably why I behaved like that I think I was just reacting in certain ways to situations that were actually probably fairly bad the reactions were bad or the situations I think the situations so then I think, you know, sometimes, I mean, I'm sure I probably did have a bit of a chemical imbalance and stuff as well. But I think maybe generally my responses were coming from a place of pain. I know this is a comedy podcast. Am I in therapy right now? What's happening? No, but you know what I mean, though? I think oftentimes people are like, oh, maybe you had a chemical imbalance or whatever. And maybe. I oh, yeah. Well, I know what you mean. They say hurt people hurt people. Well, I think just. I think I'm just being a bit kinder to myself now that I'm like, well, you probably behave like that because of X. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that's not to forego responsibility at all. But I think I just spent so long blaming myself for stuff. Like, I have definitely taken on a lot of responsibility in terms of how I behaved. Like, I really did. You know, I would still feel guilty about stuff like we all do. That happened a long time ago. But I think now I'm just trying to kind of cut myself a bit of slack and say, well, look... You know, maybe if they'd known about whatever, they would wouldn't have done whatever it was, or they wouldn't have said something that kind of maybe yeah. but I ignited think, something within you. I think what you should do now is probably post an Instagram post where you kind of put your body in a deformed way to show roles and kind of just go, "This is me. Instagram versus reality." <laughs> yeah, yeah, and put like an orangey filter on it. Do you know what I will say? I will say Rosemary McCabe wrote a really great article about the whole. Oh, yeah. You know the way I I put up some like piss take tweet about like Instagram versus reality, and like the reality picture is just the same as the Instagram picture, but they're blinking. But it was just like kind of an extended. Oh yeah. Examination of that. Oh, the article she wrote. Yeah, it was very good. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, I'm fucking sick of all that shit. I think a lot of people, a lot of people are. I'm like, why? Why are you banging on about like, this is me, da 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 da? When you've put about twelve filters on it anyway. Yeah, and you know you still look great. I want to see, like everyone knows, if you if you fold your body over in half, you're going to see rolls. Yeah, like, Uh, but I mean, even if what annoys me is. Like even even Olympic athletes when they bend over, of course you can see a roll on occasion. Yeah, yeah. they're professional athletes. It's just what to, happens to your body. Skin is going to crease. Yeah, I want to see 
really shit photos. You want to see like that picture I put up on the Instagram story last week? Yeah. That's what you want. Yeah, yeah. I don't want people... Do you remember that um, phase about six years ago when people were putting up no makeup selfies? And, t- and some poor them. bitches were putting up actual no makeup <laughs> selfies, not realizing that everyone else had the fake eyelashes, the tan on just a little bit of concealer. Oh. And people saying you're so beautiful, you should never wear makeup. And what were they saying that was for breast cancer? Were oh like, yeah, sure but most people just, weren't even donating. But sure, it was just a shaming campaign. Yeah, that's all it was. It was just God. shaming. God Almighty. Well. I tell you one thing, we're going to see a lot more black and white photographs of Meghan Markle, that's for sure. What do you mean? There's going to be big interviews and big campaigns and they're going to be... Is she going to be wearing her serious black polo neck? Yeah, there's going to be like the most beautiful photographs that you've ever seen in your life. Can we ask the question, Harry, is he James Hewitt's? What would you think? I know it's, by the way, I know it's really crass to be speculating on somebody's paternity. Didn't say before that the dates don't add up? Isn't that what Do it is? Do they not? don't think so. But he is very, is he like him? But then I suppose maybe he's like his uncle. Have we discussed this before? Is it ringing I a don't bell? Know. 80 uh, episodes in, it's hard, it's hard know, to know. 80 odd episodes. No, well I think, yeah, we were saying he is quite like the uncle. Who's fairly annoying himself? Where's he gone? Um, the uncle. Oh, sure. He, do you know what he's doing? He's still fucking living off Diana's oh, memory yeah, yeah, in the estate. Well, goodbye. I, mean, I, I, wouldn't say, I wouldn't say dead ringer. No, but like if you put Diana's head and his head together, it's kind of what well. You do. That's true. Oh, but they said a... they said the dates. Yeah, I know. They said the dates don't add up. I do. You know what? I. I hope everything's okay with Harry and the fam. That's all I hope for. I know sometimes people have to move away from family for their own mental health, but I hope they're okay. Like, what do you mean? Like, with his his own fam or, like, his extended fam? Like, I think his own fam. Like, Charles and Oh, yeah, sorry, when I meant his own family, I thought you meant him, Megan, and... I suppose that, yeah, yeah. that's probably his familial priority now. I always think of, you know, that story of when they were playing when they were 10. They were, well, obviously only one of them was about 10. Mm. Um, But they were around that age, and they were playing. And, you know, a lot of royal biographers have referenced it. That whatever they were doing, Harry turned to William. Like, he was really small, and he just said, it's all right for you, William. You're going to be king one day, but I can do whatever I want. Yeah. It's funny, isn't it? It's nice, though. To have that freedom. Yeah. I just look at Kate, and I just think, like, oh, Jesus. Like, is she just, like, heavily sedated the whole time, or what? I think so, yeah. I just don't know what's going what on. Like, I would say when she heard the news, she was just like, shit, I didn't realise we could do that. But do you remember that clip that was going around just recently where they're meeting someone and they're sitting down and William goes to put his hand on Kate's knee and she completely pushes it away. Like, really? really? angrily, yes. <gasps> was this recently? Very recently. Because I think it was but after. You know, do you remember there was a few rumours? There was rumours going around that he'd done the dirt in her. But they're not even. Like, it's a fact. Yeah. Because I've heard then you from look people in it's English bad. media who have said. Because I suppose we don't really understand the complicated, very nuanced relationship between British media. And I know you're totally right, Ems, when you say the media is us. Like, you can talk about oh, this. Yeah, yeah. But, and the royals. But apparently, now, this is like someone I don't even you know like more of a friend of a friend but she was saying that uh, like as journalists that they have been told you are not allowed in any way to reference rumours of William's infidelities I oh, think yeah. it's just ex- but you see I suppose it's part of the institution isn't it that they just have affairs yeah but I think there was some sort of meetings after their mother with and they oh, came yeah, up here, with look. this arrangement yeah I heard that as well yeah. Did you miss it? No, show it to me again. Hang Sorry, on. I was just looking up something there. Poor old Kate. Fuck me. Oh, I'd say the rumours are 100% true. Like, it's bad. 
what show? This looks like a great show. I don't know what it is. Come on, guys. Stop talking about it and just show me the information. Flick on there and you'll probably see the... <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, isn't it a good one? <gasps> that's really bad. Like, that's not like, oh, well, it was the way the camera angle was or whatever. Like, she's completely telling him, go fuck yourself. But you know what? I feel so bad for Kate in a way. It just feels like a hostage situation, doesn't yeah. it? Aren't, like, you, honestly, aren't you glad now that you didn't well, end yeah. up with Harry? Lucky but escape. You know what? Thank God you were there for the pros and cons list. <laughs> I know. It was like the pros and cons list in in um. But it was a bit of Friends. Crack. But the one that did it was. But he's a prince instead of. But she's a waitress. Um, yeah, Goodbye. no, I just feel uh, Leo Fragker then, we'll just touch upon it, Leo Fragker coming up with the fantastic idea to commemorate the black and tans. Do you give a shit? I'm just so over, I never liked him anyway, but I'm just like, can Ugh. we just get him out of there? I have a theory that they don't want to be re-elected. Like, They're because done. it's such a bad decision, like... If you would literally have to be sitting at home saying, okay, who, okay, if we had to pick one group of people who utterly terrorized this nation, black and tans, yeah, let's do something for them. Like, I, I'm I'm utterly convinced that he's like, no, do you know what? I wouldn't mind just chilling on the opposition benches for a while. It's just, he's so disconnected. It's weird. The man is utterly disconnected from reality. Sure, even the one that wound me up there a few years ago was when he was asking people to rat out their neighbours if they thought they were. But I mean, uh, it's Gestapo stuff. Like social welfare fraud. Yeah, because that's what's wrong with this country. Like, it was just. That's like. Screwing the social welfare. That's definitely where we're going wrong. It was just pure scum. Well, you know, just, you oh. know, the thing with Leo Riker is I met him years and years ago when I was teaching in Limerick. Um, shout out actually some of my lovely students from um, Limerick. Listen to the podcast. They're all fucking 27 now, which actually makes me want to kill myself. But I was at the doll yeah. and we were kicked out of the doll because I was with the CSP class. And there was this child on a phone. There was loads of kids on their phones, yeah. by the way, because there was another school trip there. And like this little fella had his phone and the security man came over and was like, you have to get off your phone. He's like, everyone else is on their phone. And then he was like, and your man's on his phone. And he pointed down, it was Mick Wallace. Oh, yeah. And Mick Wallace is there like scrolling away, like gives a big wave. (laughs) And I was like, well, he's making a good point. Like he's on his phone and he's a paid member of the doll. And you're saying to him that he can't be on his phone. Plus everyone here is on their phone. So then the security man was like, okay, you're going to have to leave now. So then I was asked, we were were all asked to leave. So we were outside the doll. Mm -hmm. And then the kids were really pissed off at me because they were like, you're after getting us kicked out of the doll. So then we we were there outside the the doll in the courtyard. And then they were like, miss, miss, miss. Well, Moss Strauss, because it was in Limerick, it was an Irish school. Moss Strauss, there's a politician. So Hugh's like, you know, walking along. But Leo, who at the time was the Minister for Sport and Transport. Mm. And I said to him, I ran over. I was like, I'm so sorry, Minister, but the kids are up from Limerick for the day. They just really want to meet a politician. Um, we, we were in the doll, but we didn't meet anyone. It kind of skirted around that part of the story. Yeah, and then yeah. I was like, I don't suppose you can just come over just to say hello. That's all they want. And you know what he said to me? Sorry, but I'm kind of in a rush. So then I said, well, you weren't in a rush when you were asking their parents for votes. And then he went off <laughs> and the kids all started abusing me because they were like, I can't believe you got a kick us kicked out of the doll. You're after. And you know the way the story grows legs. So by the time they got back to the school, like they were telling the principal and Is then Moss really? told really the principal. To pre- yeah. And what annoyed me was he went and I was watching him then. Oh, I bet you were. <laughs> Went across you the road. Real fucking he was went across the, he was went across the road to get like a coffee or something. So it's like, oh, he had time. And can we just reiterate? He was minister for sport. What kind of emergency did he have to attend? But does that not just say so much about him? Yeah, but most clever politicians in that instance would have gone over to the group and done a tight five. Tight five. Because you go off. You say for fuck's sake. And in that situation, when you're, if you meet people like that before uh, 
like your voting or whatever, that has a huge impact because then you're like, oh, well, we actually met him. Yeah, I he mean, very, right. you know, very short-sighted on his part, but he obviously just doesn't care Maybe is the thing. IBS? Well, I mean, Although if you wouldn't be getting it, a coffee, I was just then, would you? Say, looked like, you know, from afar, I would have said maybe a latte, which is really tempting fate. Skinny latte. Um. Well, I mean, it wouldn't make the assumption, but I, yeah, I mean, I just think it? with Leo, he's just generally disliked. I'd love a scone right now, actually. Can't just a quick shout out to Kishi Counter. I bought a packet of scones on Saturday. Went home. Real butter. Sorry, are they a patron? In the tw- oh, they they need to be. Okay, yeah, but we're not. actively looking for sponsorship. You, you guys. shout out people like this: the girl working Who in Super I? Valley Keisha gave me a bag, Trump. gave me a plastic bag They're just for nice free. Scones is all. This is what we're going to start giving shout outs for. Do you know what? You're right, Emma. We need to start pulling. This it is back. a business. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right, Emma. Oh, he's thanking these. We mad. can't end on your right hand. And I'm telling you we as well, end on that. we're not giving any old shout outs to some mad Gwail Gore ones that you meet that fucking make soap or any of this. It's purely patrons. But it's look, do you know what? You're completely fucking right. Chlor Nicola Khan, who makes potpourri, bluey blue. Now no, listen, I'm not fucking doing it anymore. Me. I'm sick of it. Some of us are embracing Gwail Clock. It's actually, do you know what? <laughs> it's the best, but it's, it's just, I'm having great crack. Not here. Not, Eight o'clock not on, every evening. We'll go watch, not on my fucking watch. While we're here, we're not thanking any of these mad people who have nothing Why to do with anything. Why are you pinching me? Because <laughs> uh, I'll fucking tell on you. Did you want to mention your funny story? No, what was that? Your man that you sent me. Your man in Japan. <laughs> no, I didn't even look at it today. Oh, did you not? Did you no. not read? Emma sent me. <laughs> Jesus, I thought you had been poring over this story. Emma uh, sent me this story and said, I think you might find this funny. And just the gist is a Japanese billionaire has launched an online ad for a girlfriend who'll fly around the moon with him. So he's you. currently, he's looking for, now he's, he's not a creep, Emma. He's looking for single women aged 20 or over. Okay. Um... And he said, yeah, I've lived exactly as I wanted to until now. I'm 44 now. Um, As feelings of loneliness and emptiness slowly begin to surge upon me, there's one thing that I need, I think about, continuing to love one woman. How sinister does that sound? It's basically free rent. Oh, should you know what? No we, obligations, just two it's adults. Like those, all it's like those ads on Gumtree. But you must have sex with me three times a week. Back in the day. Uh, can offer oh, God, you one half country. of my bed, 50, 50 euro a week. Rent is negotiable. Oh. Do you know this kind of shit? Like, shudder, Jesus shudder. Country. Look, I'm sure he's... A, do you know what? I shouldn't say it sounds a bit sinister. I suppose for me, it's just like when I read things like, you know, one year down, forever to go. Like, I do kind of shudder, but I guess this, he's just trying to be romantic. Ugh. Why not be the first woman to travel to the moon? Could you be arsed? I don't understand these people who want to live on the moon or travel round it. It's fuck all there. It's not made of cheese. And also, when he talks about loneliness pressing upon him, I've, I've said it before, I'll say it again. That's a Piggy bits. Piggy bits. And a bit but of that's, Netflix. That's a semi. That's what he's experiencing there. He just doesn't know. Loneliness semi detached. Loneliness pressing on you is a semi. Listen me. Fact. Um so we'd like to thank our listener for listening this week. Yeah, let's thank our listener and our fucking patrons. Not so much. Now the patrons fucking putting pictures super value. <laughs> like fuck's sake. Like says you, you're always giving out to me for burning brands. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not giving. I think Supervan pay- could be a potential. Yeah. Uh, also, when Tesco, Dunn, Aldi, Little. Uh, I'm trying to think of another. E-cigarettes. They- well, listen. Do you know what? Dot IE. I don't know how I'd feel about being sponsored ah, by e-cigarettes. Dot IE. Fuck off. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, it's just so lovely and breezy up here on my high horse. Uh, thanks you. for listening, Mister. I've been Jeannie J. I've been Emma Doran. God bless. (laughs) Beautiful. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.